because I'm like, I'm going to do everything. I don't like, I'll be up till midnight to do it. And the third thing is like, I'm going to be the fastest growing track, uh, you know, thing, you know, right now. And so that's what I've been, been doing. And so it's like, I look at other accounts and I'm like, I'm better than you. Nice. Like, and so I'm going to, it's like, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I got to do more than you because I know I'm better than you. This really confirmed that I can't be like a journalist, like the hard um, aspect hard news. of journalists. Like, yeah. it's it's just too uncomfortable to uncomfortable to be like, I must get this content or else. Your perspective may, may be the most interesting perspective someone has ever seen, mm -hmm. and if that's able to connect in someone and hit somebody's home, like you should be proud of that. Where'd you feel like you were last year? Trying to trying to get somewhere, trying to get to this. Um, feel me? Just trying to just trying to come up. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, is it everything you thought it was? For sure. I uh, dang, it's weird to intro this without Aaron here, bro. Like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> we miss you, Aaron. Get well soon. For real, for real. Aaron gotta but, get well. I'm Joshua Potts, Mr. Potts. We'll usually join with the brother with the same mother, Aaron Potts, super hot Potts. But I'm joined with three black runners on the podcast right here, making it for an entire thing. Colin Waitsman of Track World News, Tierra Williams of Real Talk. We got Anderson Morle. Emerald. Emerald. Yeah. Bro, I, I messed it up the Emerald. Anderson Emerald of the final leg, track and field, black history. Uh, and we are world champs. I feel like my, my I feel like I'm not that as hype, but I'm hyped, y'all. I'm hyped. It's just that, bro. It's been, we've been here. This is my 10th day. Yeah. You're at the World Championships. T, what you been? This is your 11th day. Yeah. The World Championships. Yeah, like Anderson, this is your like 11th, 11th, 10th day, something like 11th, that. 11th, 10th day. You, have, you don't have the fatigue that we I'm have. day four, so I'm still <laughs> cool, man. I'm still cool. <laughs> but it's definitely, it's been a heck of experience being here. I kind of just wanted to, well, Aaron. And I, we wanted to have a conversation with all of y'all being here. But first off, it's our first time meeting Colin in person. So yeah. it's cool and everything. And uh, and we've been doing these discussions since we've been to Pre the first time. T was on it. And we had Matt on it as well with us. But uh, I think it's always cool just to gather up after the end of these meets because, I don't know, bro, it's such a... Um, I, I, for me, at least, going back to 2019 when I just started... Uh, well, not 2019, 2018. 2017, when I first started doing like YouTube and everything and doing vlogs, I never imagined being at, like it would lead to the world championships. So like, I think it's always great to have like these conversations to kind of just reflect in the moment of like the things that we are really doing right now. Like, and I, and I think it's really cool too, because like for us, we're really the change makers that, that are in the sport. When people like talk to us, I was talking to one of the people that's like one of the commentators in track and field now, and he's asking us questions like, how are we gonna fix the Devin Allen like false start and stuff? And, but he was like, he wasn't saying like, how are we gonna fix it? Asking like him, he was saying like, how are you guys gonna fix it? You know? And I think that definitely is true. Like it's gonna be our generation that doesn't, I don't know if the sport needs a whole lot of fixing, we could get in that too, but uh, it's like, we're gonna be the change makers in the sports going forward. So. I'm glad, Colin, you're here to like just join us. I, I don't really have a question to lead to that, but I, I just I just have to. That's how I just want to intro the podcast and how, what we're really talking about from the World Championships, bro. Yeah, it's been a dope experience. Yeah, we did the the episode last night. That was a lot of fun. Nice to meet you guys. Finally, well, I met met you at the in New York. In New York. Right? Oh, this is the first time see, see, meeting T too. Yeah, 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 first time. I'm glad you're not a catfish. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, so it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun um, being here. It's first time in Eugene. You know, I've been I've been liking it a lot, and so yeah, I, it's there's just I think there's so much that that we have to offer. I think like if we, it's like hard to kind of like just pick a spot of okay, there's because I feel there's a lot of areas track and field can improve. Yeah, and I think all of just us four here have so many ideas we could mm -hmm. you know do to improve that. And so it's kind of like all right, where do you begin? Where do you start? Because it's like you want to get things done, and so. Um, I feel we can we can definitely be the change, and hopefully by the time the generation below us is having a conversation like this, uh, it's improved. Yeah, but before I want to before we go to y'all too, because Colin, you came as just you're a, you're a fan. You're yeah. not in the media. No credentials. No, no credentials. Like you got no landed <laughs> up this time. But how is it for you? Like you've been able to experience all of it, like in the stands, 
being with the people for the past four days. We still mm-hmm. got the 4x4s, uh, the eight, women's 800, the men's 5,000, men's pole vault, all that still to come tonight, even the women's, women's yeah. long jump before, before we're recording this, the women's mm-hmm. hurdles too. Mm-hmm. But you you experienced some pretty amazing performances in the stands, these two, and we've been, we've been in the mix zone going back and forth, but just how's it been from a fan exper- experience, like experiencing the sport? Yeah, so from the fan perspective, it's pretty good. Um, I That's something that I think track and field, or at least the world championships have been doing really well with. Uh, it's easy to get in, like it's, it's not like a long line, it's not difficult like that. Um, they have music going on in the stadium, which makes it so, cause you know, with track and field, there can be a lot of downtime where, you know, you're waiting for the next heat, you're waiting for the next thing to go on. So they have music going on the entire time, which is really good. Um, just the, the arena here itself, the stadium, it's like, it's really spread out. So you're not waiting too long for, for the bathroom rides or whatever. And um, the, the crowd is also like a character in its own. I know we talked about it a little bit, yeah. but the thing that I like a lot is that like there, we got fans cheering. You know, we, we were talking a lot about the the Ethiopian fans yesterday. I mean, for their for their cause and everything going off. And you know, we could. It sounded like we were at a you know a European soccer game. Like they yeah. were just like cheering so much, and everyone was like, "Where's this sound coming from?" And so it's just like, it, it's been a great experience as a fan. Um, I've no, I'm not sure exactly what what it's like for y'all, but it's been it definitely is like an enjoyable product. And you know, I I left after you know each day saying, okay, I had a lot of fun. You know, like it was it was a good time. Are you guys leaving that same way from the mix zone, having a lot of fun, experiencing the same things he experienced? Sounds different. No comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no, comment. <laughs> no, I mean, because you've been doing a lot, T. You've been. Uh, T has been on it. Like low key, T's been. I was telling T earlier Everywhere. this week. Like T, you are like the social media face of the World Championships in a way. Mm-hmm. Like you're covering the uh, the World Championships, Oregon 22, Instagram. Mm-hmm on the stories every single day. You were meeting there with Travis Scott, met Travis Scott in the video with that reel. And then for the past three days, you've been on Hayward Magic's Instagram stories. So especially, but just the world championships, like you're low key, like it's you, it's legend. Because legends, legends been crazy. Legends, <laughs> legend, legend. It's, been, it's legend and then it's T, like for the face of like the world championships in my eyes. So like, how is the experience? Have you been feeling like that same like, fan, it's chill, this is the greatest thing in the mix zone. and Totally know. different. Yeah. Totally different experience. But first, I just want to say, like, ble- I'm blessed. Yeah. Like, this whole experience has been a, nothing but a blessing. Like, I I didn't even believe in myself that I'll be able to bring the same energy for 10 days straight. So I just want to thank God just for blessing me with this ability and this talent. But um, totally different experience. Like, the mix zone madness. That's what I'm going to call it. The mix zone be nothing but madness. Like... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You don't really get to experience the fan experience. Like, I don't get to hear the crowd unless yeah. I make the extra effort to run up the stairs and yeah, find yeah. a place to squat. Like, and it's far away. It's far. It's far. It's like free and yeah. USA. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's real difficult to really, like, get to see it in my own eyes unless we make the effort. But it's, it's, been, it's been cool down there. A little madness, you know, a little up and down. But shout out to my mix zone bestie yeah. right here. Yeah. He's been we, holding me down. He's been holding me down, bro. I'll be having my moments. I'll be having my moments, bro. Nah, but it's like, yeah, exactly like T said, right? It's, it, we don't get to experience it as like a fan. And I'd, I'd been to a previous, I'd been to Beijing 2015 as just a fan. So like I saw the fan experience and now here it's so, so different. And like I even, I'm just thinking of, um, I think it was Friday where we had the 400s. We had the men's 400, women's 400, women's 400 hurdles. Yeah. And it was like, I wanted to see every single race, but mm-hmm. I also wanted to talk to a couple athletes. So kind of going back up and down, it's like, you know, the experience is it's interesting in the mix zone. It's very interesting. And, you know, being able to balance that is it's a challenge for sure. Do you envy that experience a little bit, Colin, since you are in the media a little you're, you're in the media, but like you're in the fans. And then yeah. but like you want you probably I bet you would love to talk to some of the athletes in the mix zone. But then they get the, we got to miss out on like some of the races. Mm-hmm. Like, is there is there like conflict? In that? Yeah. So that's like one of the toughest things. Right. Because mm-hmm. like as from a so from a media perspective, I'm sitting I'm like, dang, like, I wish I could ask this athlete these questions. I, I sent I sent to you like yeah. one of the questions. I was like, man, make sure you ask this person this, this question, because I'm like, man, I would love to get some insight. And I know, like, from a media perspective, like how much that can, you know, help your channel. And so mm-hmm. it's like, man, I really wish I could you know be talking to these athletes. And it's also cool to build the relationships and to know, like, yeah. like, hey, these are some athletes like I might have done. I've done an interview on Zoom with many of these people and I haven't been able to, you know, interview, like see you live and in person. And so I'd like to be able to do that. Uh, but I also am like, I would like to see these track meet because I am still like a fan. And yeah. so it's like, it's been nice because each one of the days it's been, okay, I've seen a world record, an American record, 
Um, we're seeing, uh, you know, crazy races in the four by ones. Like, um, so it's like, yeah, I've missed the, you know, I would have loved to be able to interview these people, but I also like the fact that I can say I saw a world record in person, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, like being able to say that it's so it's like, uh, it, there's goods, there's bads, there's things you got to work on. But you know, um, I've, I've liked my experience as a fan. It's, uh, so I, I just, I look, look forward to doing this in the, as a media person in the future. Right. Um, it's like, so I, but I definitely glad that I had this one, uh, this mm -hmm. time. Yeah. I'd be able to experience like the whole thing, get your popcorn every single day or any type of food. <laughs> like, like it, it, it definitely is nice. I would say for me, like, I definitely had those experiences where like, man, I wish I could be up there, but I have to run back down. I feel like me and Aaron, we ran back up and down like, quite a bit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. be honest. But like we had, I feel like we just on a dis different assignment with having to do the podcast and everything like that. So like we couldn't stay every single, like I just know uh, I'm not gonna be able to stay to the end. So like, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm just gonna stay up here and watch these races where I'm ready to do the podcast too. But Colin was talking about the relationships, just be willing, just being able to talk to people. And I gotta say, T does a really good job of this, but then Anderson, I feel like Anderson be talking to everybody, bro. <laughs> like this man, like Donnie you know on the camera. Yeah, that's what it seems like. He just <laughs> be talking real. up to every single person like in the mix zone. So I just gotta give you your flowers on that. Like, nah, convince, nah, like you he be, knows everything about him too. <laughs> man like i heard about your dog like you got a birthday like, yo what and, and that was the thing that we were talking about when i think we were at prefontaine with uh mm -hmm. with t and matt just the fact of like sometimes like we don't really want to particularly like interview the person but just like really just talk to yeah. the person and just talk about their event and stuff like that that's what kind of sucked because for me i was like dang i want to stay up here and watch these races and like mm -hmm. and i was like but i want to go down and talk to elise cranny about this 5k because like i've just seen at least i've interviewed at least so many times from the sound running meets mm -hmm. and everything like that but then i just had to go and do some other thing i was like dang so yeah. but you've been doing great killing that no nah, definitely definitely i mean i think that has been the biggest thing like just developing relationships like recognizing these athletes and one thing i like to do is you know highlight a couple athletes from who aren't like well known and stuff like that so who maybe haven't gotten as much recognition but i've been following their careers so coming here and seeing them do well perform well either do well or even maybe they didn't do well but being able to have conversations with them talk to them you know in their good and bad times that really they appreciate it right because you know everyone is going to want to talk to those top athletes and yeah. those, you know, top performers. Mm -hmm. But then those ones who maybe don't get as much recognition, they are walking through kind of slow, maybe waiting for someone to talk to them. And even if it's just a regular conversation, just like, you know, how you feeling? Um, you know, what would you think of the meat, blah, 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 like little, little things like that. It could like really make them feel good. So yeah, I've been trying to do a little bit of that. Before we move on, can I give Anston his flowers too? <laughs> because honestly, Bro, you really helped me hold it together. Like, you know, I had some like <laughs> yeah. testing times in that mix mm. zone. Like, and I just being the only black woman, like just you being on my side, bro. And I could just like answer, 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 <laughs> like bug you, bro. Like no, it really helped man. me. So I just want to say thank you. No, thank you. huge, huge, huge thank you to you. Cause again, like your energy keeps me going down there. Like right. keeps me going. And I think a lot of the athletes really recognize no, it. They yeah. recognize us being down there. They see like you know, they see us like mm -hmm. they see us as black media down there and they really appreciate it. So, you know, you, you've been killing it. <laughs> Mix zone for life. Absolutely. <laughs> but T, I feel like the energy that you bring to the mix zone has really uh, changed like the entire experience of the interviews that we're seeing and things that are going viral and from the world championships. Cause I feel like before, before like world championships or Olympics, the only thing that was really going viral was all like, Oh, someone talking about the race or someone just like, or like someone like Sharika Jackson, like walking off from the interview like that. Yeah. But the yeah. things that are going viral now is getting Sidney McLaughlin to do the Millie Rock and everything. <laughs> like you did, to, get, to get Abby Steiner to do her little little dance like that. Those are the things that are like going viral. And that's the change that you've been making to have like that real fun thing. Is that the intention that you want to bring to the world championships? Definitely a hundred percent. And like, just shout out to the athletes for just accepting yeah. it and not and stepping out that comfort zone. Cause yeah. like, you feel me? Me saying like, oh, like do a dance. They like, girl, you know what I'm saying? But like they they accept it and they you feel me? Like Cindy was like, girl, you put me on the spot. It's like yeah. I didn't think she was gonna do it. But then she was like, feel me? So like I don't know, like I just I yeah, that's definitely what I wanted to bring, like a hundred percent. Yeah, it's been special, like really to see. And I feel like it's it definitely changing the atmosphere of the room. Cause even when like me and Aaron, we did like the Hayward Magic thing, I feel like it's it's weird because people are doing like their serious interviews in there and stuff and like talking yeah how, how you feel and everything like that but yeah. then i don't know it definitely lines up the mood when you just have somebody like doing like a like uh what's his name guermo 
like when he does the NBA finals, when he just goes around the people. And oh, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. I'm not saying. I'm, Guillermo. Guillermo. <laughs> bad, bro. Bad. Bro, so, bro, I've been here for 10 days. Our <laughs> <laughs> brain isn't even working no more. You know, but like having that little just like fun to like a serious like situation definitely like lines up the mood. And I think mm -hmm. that is the change that track and field is definitely seen for the better going forward like just having the fact of having legend on there and like during the 5k Love like legends it. like holding yeah. well it was the, really the 10k when he was during the 10k final he was holding up like signs in like, the tower. Yeah, like in the tower in the tower he was holding up like sound signs every single lap mm -hmm. and like saying like different things and it kept people mm. like engaged like demetria was she was all like this is the first 10k i ever watched fully because of legend <laughs> like and it was a good race too but yeah. like it, he definitely kept people engaged like those new types of things that world championships has been doing like you've been mentioning has uh, really changed things even like their meme page bro like they've yeah. been they've they been, been turned on point they've been, <laughs> yeah. they been killing it for sure but i also want to talk about just going through to me a lot of amazing performances i don't want to talk about the performances too much but what was the thing that I, let's go here instead of saying what was the most exciting thing or who was the most dominant like what performance like inspired you the most colin yeah, I'd have to say, and not just because of because of bias, uh, but definitely Trevor Bassett. Um, just the story that he's had this entire year of like you're you're a Division two athlete, so at, people are automatically gonna like label you as not as talented, you know, even though we know that's not the case. So he's he's a, a Division two athlete, multiple time national champion. His, his coach unfortunately passes away. Um, mm -hmm. Then his other coach leaves to go to California. He's writing his own training plans as an athlete, and then he's able to go into indoor worlds. He wins he wins indoor USA's. He wins the indoor world title, and then he comes out outdoors and then he wins uh or he comes in second at usa's and then comes in third in the world championships against the world record holder like that type of stuff is what i'm like dang that was an inspiring story just the entire journey i mean that could be a espn 30 for 30 just on sure. his year and for so sure. it's like definitely what what he was able to do going through all that adversity in times you know and still coming out with a, a bronze medal uh, you know against one of the most talented fields in of the championship like that was that was impactful for me well, for you, Anderson, who inspired you the most or what inspired you the most? Who or what? For me, it might be Tori Franklin getting that bronze medal mm -hmm. in the women's triple jump. So it's very similar. Like she was telling me how she left or her coach dropped her, I think, before the Olympics. And then earlier this year, she was working with a new coach and she switched coaches. It wasn't working out. She moved to Greece, like all the way across to, to Europe to train just in April this year. And she just trusted her coach, trusted her training, and she got the first triple jump medal in the history of, you know, the United States yeah. at World Championships mm -hmm. or Olympics. So just her story getting here, getting onto that podium is an amazing story that was, like, super, super inspiring. And even, like, she was talking about, like, her look. Like, she had done her face and her hair and everything and, like, how each of those things that she did really kind of motivated her and meant something to the competition. So, yeah, that was super amazing. And I think it's really big with Tori Franklin. Like, in getting that first medal, I think it will – have like a ripple effect and we'll see more and more medals for the u.s women's triple jump but like i think it's going to bring more attention yeah. to to that event too because i feel like even with tori franklin doing that there still wasn't like unfortunately there still wasn't a whole lot of coverage that she was the first woman to do that mm -hmm. in the triple mm -hmm. jump but i think the more and more she starts jumping better and katura starts jumping better and jasmine starts jumping better like they're gonna get that coverage that they really deserve in that women's yeah. triple jump. Cause just like how the men be killing it, like these women, they're gonna be killing it too, yeah. bro. They're gonna be killing it onto that level. Like yeah. it's gonna be exciting. But for UT, most is who's had the most inspiring performance for you or what was most inspiring to you from the um, week? I'm gonna have to say Anna Hall. Mm -hmm. You know I'm a multi girl, first of all. And then second of all, she's the first women to get a medal since two thousand and one. Like, the Dang. first woman to get a medal in the HEP since 2001. So, like, that's just inspiring all along because she had a long season, like, very long season. And just for her to come out and, like, compete, PR, get PRs, and take the American record and score a medal, like, that's just inspiring. Yeah. And she's, she's definitely the future. And the person for me, I think it's Michael Norman. Being somebody from, I'm from the Inland Empire. I got yeah. to see Michael Norman run when I was in high school. And for him to finally get that medal. And I think the, I think the best thing about it is that it wasn't a fast race, you know, just mm -hmm. for him to just be able to muscle out Karani James. Like I was, I was like, bro, Karani's about to beat him. I'm like, no, <laughs> dude, like, like, please, please, bro. But for him to finally get that medal, that's big, bro. 
that's yeah. really big. And I, I was talking about this to Aaron the other day, and I want to get your opinion on it. I really feel like I've talked about this before, but like going into 2028, I feel like we're gonna we're we're well, we're in the midst of the golden a, a golden age of track and field, especially mm -hmm. for the U.S. And I think the U.S. men have definitely proven that this year. Mm -hmm. There's so many stars from Grant Holloway, Michael Norman, and then even Grant Fisher in this. We're gonna see in this five what he does in this 5K tonight. Even if he doesn't medal, like this dude, he's he's America's wonder boy for the distance for sure. But like, there's so many. We're we're entering that golden age for the U.S. And I feel like after 2016, we had the three high school stars that were at there. Well, with Vashti as well, but Sydney McLaughlin, Noah Lyles, and Michael Norman were probably the most talked about high schools at the 2016 Olympics. And now with them all getting gold medals here at the World Championships, I feel like that really confirms to me that like we have people that we can really get behind mm -hmm. and they can be our stars going forward. Like I think those three and the other ones that we have, even with Grant Holloway that weren't at the 2016 Olympics, like they can push us forward. And I think track is in a good spot because of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was, so I was actually making a, like a post on, okay, why is the class of 2016 high school class the best that we've ever seen in the US? Mm -hmm. I was like, wait a minute. 2017 had Sidney McLaughlin. I was like, all right, okay, I'll, and I'll, I'll add them, I'll add them. It's like, oh, wait a minute, 2018, the, they, they have Abby Steiner. I'm like, and, and oh, I'm like, oh man, wait a minute. Is really, like, which one's so great? Like this 2016, 17, 18, just like uh, all of them are now coming into their own because they're, you know, and they're like going into their prime of like 22, 23, 24 years old. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, we just have a, a great crop of athletes just in the US right now, like across all, you know, the events that can really dominate. And I was like, man, wait a minute. We really do have a lot of people that are just about to start coming into their own. But then how do we maximize that? Because we're the media, like they really don't have to do nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they just got to go out there and perform. Performances will speak for themselves. Because we obviously can see, like, Sydney can do her thing around 50 seconds. Like, Sports Center is going to post it, but are they going to talk about it next week? No. Like, how do we, yeah. how do, how are we going to maximize that? I don't know if you don't, I don't know if you want to put out your whole game plan, you feel me? But, like, just in general, like, how do we maximize that, uh, Anderson? I mean, I think it really goes back to, to the storytelling, right? Like, this is the world championships, but, you know, a lot of things happen between now and the next world championships, right? Whether that is different competitions, whether that is, you know, other things that they're, they're doing, like highlighting, you know, the things that they're doing, highlighting their stories, their journey that it takes for them to get to, you know, the great performances and the gold medals that they're winning. I think that's super important. So by the time, you know, they get to the next world championships, the next Olympics, we know a little bit about them. We know a little bit more about them. Um, I think that's like super important. That's super important. And just like stories through podcasts, through video, writing, or all forms of medium, or you think like ones like, yeah, the I way to go. I think all forms, right? Because it's everyone has like different ways of telling stories, whether that is through writing, whether that is through podcasts, whether that's through video or, you know, interviews or whatever it may be. I think all forms of, of media just to be able to highlight these athletes. Because also there's, I think between all of us, there's like demographics of people who may follow, you know, one page, but not another. Right. So being yeah. able to tell those stories to different um, people is super, super important. How do you mm. think the media is going to maximize this uh, T? I agree with the storytelling, but it's, it's just so funny because like I hear from like Allison Felix Asian and I hear from like Shelly Ann's publicist, like they don't feel like their story is even being told mm. the right way. So it's wait, all wait, about wait, wait. you said Shelly and Shelly and Fraser Price. Name Allison, drop. Allison Felix name drop. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, like those, <laughs> those big names don't feel like their stories. That's being what I'm told. saying. Yes, told? yes, told yes. Told. It's all about how you tell them. Like, my thing is, like, yeah, NBC can give them an interview, but it's not to what they want. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's it's yes yeah, about storytelling, but it's also how you tell the story. Feel me? Yeah. That's, that's like my little my little intake. How you gonna tell it? Real talk. <laughs> what do you mean like i don't know like how i always tell it i don't know i think i think the way i tell stories is like good like i don't i don't know any other way like get to the bottom of it like start from the beginning with other childhood like just follow through their whole career from childhood to high school to college to pro like feel me get a couple questions in for each segment of their life like that's my that's how i go about it and i just feel like it, don't, it doesn't leave out any phases of their life. I feel like sometimes when they tell their stories, it's just like 
pro, 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 pro. Like yeah, yeah. they weren't pro all their life. Like from a kid, like what were their first dreams? Like before mm-hmm. they became a track athlete. Like that's not. I just feel like sometimes we base it around track, which is you know the sport. But like, let's get into their life a little outside of track, but also reflect it back to track. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, because like everyone, it's it's tough because like. When you're interviewing, like as whether it's track, it could be baseball, bat, it doesn't matter. They're mm-hmm. gonna ask about questions on that. Like it's like when you're, I'm sure when when you're in the mix zone, every single question you could just copy and paste these questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These athletes have been a- answering the same question mm-hmm. for their entire life. Mm-hmm. It's like, how was the race? Yeah, it was great. Uh, you know, I went through. You know, but what I see, with, especially what you guys be a- a- asking questions on, is like the, um, you know, tell me about, uh, you know. What what was the most difficult part about like your season that maybe the the fans don't know about? You know, like yeah. what's what's like what's something that you know you wish that people would would know about you? Like trying to get to the you know the bottom of stuff because it's like yeah, track and field may be what I like what I do, but I do so much more. I mean, mm-hmm. I I don't know if you're y'all, y'all are familiar, but I really like Nardwar. I don't know. Yeah, if yeah, 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 yeah. He's oh, a uh, yo. He'd be asking crazy questions. Like it'd be like yeah, like I saw I know your friend Susie Lee from middle school. Yeah. Like how is she? Like how do you know about this person? So like, like that's what I try to figure out. I'm like all right, I go through all of your tweets. I go through all your. I'm like I'm gonna try, I'm I'm gonna find something. I'm gonna ask you in this interview. You're gonna be like how the heck you know about that? But yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my darndest to do it because it's like. Everybody asks these same questions. So how can mm-hmm. I be different and ask like slightly different things that people don't know about? Like I'll- literally, sorry, literally at the end of the mix zone is where we are. So like it's broadcast, they go through all of that. Yeah. Then it's broadcasting rights, written press. Then they get to us who don't have non-right holders. Every time they come through, like they're like, just like I just said before. Yeah, exactly. Like I just yeah, said yeah, this yeah. And earlier, like not to me, but like just to other like reporters, like yeah. this is what I just said before or like, mm-hmm. Just as I said earlier, like it's literally the same thing. Like that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been asking a lot about the people who helped the athletes, like their support system, and that like gets them to dive into the aspects of like, yo, what are all the things that we don't see, right? Mm-hmm. How who are the people who are helping you get there? And that's like really allowed them to you know kind of give appreciation to you know if they had a bad performance, it gives them the chance to like appreciate how they got here and stuff like that. And it's a little bit different from. You know, yeah, like, how was the race? How, mm-hmm. Like, what did you feel when you were coming off the turn? It's like, all right. Same thing I feel every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Literally. <laughs> I feel like that's definitely where me and Aaron feel definitely being in the mix zone. It's just to the fact of, like, you know, especially when, like, everybody, like, bundles up and, like, doing, mm-hmm. like, one interview. I'm all like, bro, like, we were all doing, like, how are yeah. we all going to do the same interview? But I understand because, like, they've been walking so much and through the thing. But I'm all like. I don't want the same thing as these people, that person, and, and 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 him. Like you know, like I want it to be different in a way, you know. And sometimes it's it's just hard to get at that those times, or you just gotta be like TV doing that. She be she be getting the corners, Point with it. the corners, but uh, and just getting that fast and like quick content. And it's it's definitely it's it's hard down there, but figuring figuring out how to really work it and how you can deliver, uh, create content from the world championships, I think what I've been telling people is like, I really just like the challenge, like overall, yeah. even just the fact that the, the, uh, the endurance to stay here for 10 days, bro. It's, it's a challenge, bro. This is a sport. The big zone to be training. Yeah. It's yeah. an energy drainer <laughs> yes. down there. Like, and I just want to talk about this one situation that kind of like put me over the top in the mixed zone with Sharika Jackson. Like she yeah. just mm-hmm. won a 200. She ran 21, four five. Yeah. She comes through. I wasn't in my little spot. I had something else going on. So I tried to catch her at the end. Right. By the time I catch her, they all, you know, they, they first of all, they act like paparazzis down there. They, they don't act like they're they act like paparazzis. Yep, they crowd exactly you, they that. pushing you pushing like, everything. like COVID is just not a thing, first of all. <laughs> so then anyway, so get to my point. She walks through, they stop her right there. I'm not going to mention no names or the question, but they said something that pissed her off. So she walks off from the interview, walks to me, and I'm like, can I get a second? And she's like, come on. And she's like, yo, they just pissed me off. Ripped her, like, ripped her bib thing mm-hmm. off and was just like, why would you even ask me that? That like rubbed me the wrong, especially being a black woman, because it's just yeah. like, what's the respect? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like, you come to me, I can't even get my fun content because you just pissed her off. She's happy she got a gold medal. Yeah. She just ran 21, four, five. She yeah. should be able to celebrate and enjoy mm-hmm. her moment, but like, they killed her moment. And it's just stuff like that. Like, and they think it's cool. Like, I, I went on Twitter just to see, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I shared yeah, how I, I felt, shared my video. And they're like, shout out to him for asking that question. No, that was stupid. That wasn't a good question. Like, mm-hmm. 
What do you mean? There's a time and a place for everything. And yeah. that was not the time nor the place for anything like that. Like, like you want to, like, this is, this should be a celebration time of like, this is Thank someone you. that just won a gold medal job. One of the yeah. fastest times ever is now the fastest woman in Alive. Jamaica. Yes, exactly. So it's like that, that should be what we should be celebrating. And now, yeah, if, especially you early on, you killing the vibe for everybody else. For everyone. Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, it's really crazy. And I think that's where, at least for me in my experience, like, understanding the content you want to create and like so there's a lot of people there who are like working for i don't know newspapers or like yeah, organizations yeah. and they might be coming there like this organization is saying you must get elaine thompson you must get shelly ann fraser price yeah. or else like i don't know whatever yeah. it happens right like that's your job yeah. this has got me to think about like i want to make sure that i'm creating my own content so I don't have to push through people to get one athlete because mm -hmm. I don't want to, I just don't want to do that. I don't mm -hmm. want to put an athlete in an uncomfortable position. If they want to walk through, that's perfectly fine. I want them to feel comfortable walking through mm -hmm. and then I'll get some other pieces of content, right? I don't want to feel that pressure and make athletes feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to do that. You said something right there. Quick question mm -hmm. for y'all, kind of building off that. What has been a difficulty, if there has been, with maintaining relationships with athletes but still properly you know going over content and asking questions because like i'm sure all of us like you have athletes that you're you know friendly with maybe even be friends with but then you know you may not perform and mm -hmm. you still while you do want to be professional you know still cover the content you also want to you know maintain the relationship because it's like hey it's a friend of mine i don't want to like how, have you guys had any difficulties with that whether it be here at the world championships or just in general I think for us, the biggest difficulty uh, is just like, for for one, I think in the mix zone, I think we've realized too, like, like we don't have to do every single interview. Mm -hmm. I just think for like our branding standpoint, like we don't have to get every single person. So like, that's not, I think we're starting to realize that more and more, like that's not our goal, but just like if somebody does run bad and like, that's like the homie, I think just like kind of reading how they are, you know, mm -hmm. and kind of like sometimes it just starts with us talking to them and then they're all like, oh, you're going to interview us? And like, okay, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like kind of just like like reading the room, bro, like read, reading yeah. people, like most definitely. Like if somebody's not going to talk, like they're not going to talk. But um, that's that would be for me about for you guys. Uh, I'm going to just say I just hug them. I just really just I hug them like but I'm not gonna lie like I struggle with getting that those having those difficult conversations on camera mm -hmm. just because like I'm not comfortable with that yet so like I don't want to do it and like push myself because it's like for example Nia Ali and Alasia walked through the media mix zone and all I did was just hug them and just be like you gotta let God work sometimes you know what I'm saying and then that was it so like I, I, I don't I haven't got that down yet having those uncomfortable conversations but I do just show them love regardless and just hug them and just let them know that I'm there and that I'm proud of them and I support them no matter what they just did on the track. Mm -hmm. That's that's how I handle it. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Very similar. Like a lot of times I won't even I won't even interview them. I'll just like they're walking through. I'll just be like, you know, good job. Or I think I remember like Daniel Roberts after he hit the hurdle. Like, yeah. you know, I just told him like, yo, keep your head up. Like you got a, a, a long way to go and things like that. You know, you don't always got to get an interview. But even yeah. for like, at least for me, the athletes who also do good. I always ask them, like, you down for an interview? Like, I never just put my camera in their face. Like, I just don't feel comfortable doing that. Because even if they do well, just like Sharika Jackson, right? Maybe she's not comfortable just getting an interview like that at first. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure, do you, you know, you and down to talk for a second, whatever, and then, you know, we go into a conversation. Mm -hmm. But, so, but yeah. then going back to that Sharika Jackson thing, we were talking about, like, asking that question about, like, that world record or whatever, like, doing that. I just feel like, too, like, with this perspective, like, that's, like, those people are like journalists per se, like how you were saying earlier, uh, Anderson, like they have a job certain starting to do, and I think they see themselves as like journalists asking like that journalistic question at that time to try and get like deep into like what that is, you know what I mean? I still feel like, I don't think that question is even, like, I don't, I don't know. I think it was that, like a TMZ type. Who knows? That, that question, exactly. that question is still, I don't know, that question is just dumb. Like how Sharika said, like, it's the world record. Like, I'm gonna try and get it. Like, yeah, like, like, I, can't, <laughs> I can't really change anything about it, but I think, well, the thing that I've been thinking about, too, is just the fact of, like, because there are journalists down there. There's people that are, like, journalists and doing their thing. Like, I don't really see myself as a journalist or I don't feel, even though I am a journalism uh, yeah. degree, like, I don't really <laughs> feel like, I don't really feel like I am a, a journalist, per se. Do you guys feel like you're a journalist in any type of way or? 
it's weird because like I came into starting this as like I just want to talk like talk about track and none of my friends like it so I'm just going to put this out in the ether and see what happens and then that build into you know starting to meet people and starting to do stuff and then I was like wait a minute my name's like war track world news so people don't <laughs> yeah, look yeah. at me as a news outlet right, right. And so now it's like oh I kind of have to because People's like people will retweet my stuff now and be like, "Yo, well, Track World News said this, so that means it's real." Mm. And I'm like, "Wait a minute, I'm just some random dude." <laughs> like, like, wait a minute, like, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. People hold on. like some people like take my stuff like legit, like, "Yo, this is gospel." Yeah. What this is what Track World News said. I'm like, "Yo, it ain't like." But mm. so like I've I've realized like okay, I've got to before I post something, I got to realize okay, this is still a brand. Like and people like while I may not see like oh, I'm a journalist, people see myself as a news outlet more per se. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I got to be careful with what I do because it's like, you know, people will see this, see the name and be like, oh, so this is real. So I can't just be going out saying anything because it's like people will take it as, no, this is a real thing because of, you know, the branding of it, you know? No, yeah, that, def that definitely is interesting. Like, for yeah. sure. I think even just because we'll go as, like, running report at times and, like, I'd be like, I don't really, I feel like I'm more of, like, a commentator in a way yeah. of, of, of things. And, like, I would say best way is, I don't, I, I can't say an analyst, but I would say like I'm thinking about more like a commentator, just like of track and field and track and field and running culture. Would you call yourself a journalist, Anderson? I, I, I don't know. I definitely I'd say more maybe commentator side. But I will say so in addition to the stuff I'm doing for my own, I'm also doing some freelance stuff for um, and like covering Nigerian and African athletes. And that one, that's like, OK, I have an, a quote unquote assignment to get certain pieces of content. Um, in that aspect, I've been, I guess it's journalist, but I do have, I'm lucky in that situation, I have a little more leeway. Yeah. Um, but for my general content, I mean, I, I, I can't, this really confirmed that I can't be like a journalist, like the hard, um, aspect hard news. of a journalist. Like yeah. it's, it's just too uncomfortable to, uncomfortable to be like, I must get this content or else. Like, mm -hmm. I just can't do that. I want to make sure that a, for me, the athletes feel comfortable. And then B, okay, after that, you know, we can determine if I can get the content and things like that. Like, so yeah, I wouldn't consider myself a journalist. I would say like more on the commentary, just like, you know, commentating the sport. That's what I'd say. So. And then T, you're definitely a journalist. I don't know what I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it depends on the day though. I feel like it depends on the day. Mm. Like what you are? Yeah. Cause like Nike, I be hosting the yeah, indoors yeah. and outdoors. That's nothing to do with journalism. You know what I'm saying? When I do like my podcast, I feel like that's more of a journalist aspect. But here, I just feel like I'm just living content. I don't know. I'm just recording. A I'm, a, a I'm a camera machine. girl. Content, yeah. machine. content machine. Yeah, I guess. And one of the questions, Aaron's not here. He's sick and everything. But uh, he wanted me to ask you guys, I guess, comparing to like last year, because we we're talking about a brand being journalists and everything. Comparing to last year, like 20, 2021 Tokyo Olympics going around, where your brand was specifically at, and now comparing to the world championships, where do you feel like your brand as Track World News, as Real Talk, Striking for Black History in the final leg, like where do you feel like you have moved since then? And then kind of a little bit, where do you want to improve or move on from now? Like what do you feel like has been that big change since that last year, since the last major championship? Yeah, it's been crazy just the explosion that I've seen with, with all of our accounts. And um, I'd say where I'm leaning more towards is slightly different than what y'all are doing, where we're getting more, trying to do more individual stuff and capturing individual stories. I've really enjoyed, you know, kind of the news aspect of things of like, hey, break, I like, I'm trying to like, hey, how can I break news? Like, so I've been yeah. reaching out to athletes, trying to build a relationship. So like, hey, if you got something big coming around, like, let me know, because, yeah. you know, I, I'd love to, to break that news for you. And so I'm um, trying to figure out ways to do that, because like, I, I, I enjoy doing that. I'm starting to expand. I'm trying to, you know, hopefully, you know, expand the team a little bit. We got a website in the works. We want to be able to have some written stuff, you know, some written newsletters. So I've realized that's kind of where I want to go to. And then eventually I want to help the business of track and field. Like I don't, I think that there's so many ways we can make more money. And I hear a lot of people talk about it. I have experience in the business side of, of sports. So I'd mm -hmm. like to be a part of that, you know, on the track side. But um, for now, I'd say, yeah, going up to this next cycle, it's okay. I want to, I want to be on the news side of things, like break that stuff, break the coverage. You should make a modern newspaper. Like, okay, not like, like cool. old, like with all the words and stuff, but just like 
a modern version. I love yeah. that for you, though. I love that. I love that you're going around no, with it. Yo, I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. That. I mean, like, something I've, I've definitely have taken some type of inspiration from is, is new gen. Like, I mean, yeah. the new gen, like, what they're doing is awesome. I'm not, like, a distance running person, but, yeah. I mean, shoot, you see they got TT on there. Yeah. She's got distance. Yeah. It's like, I'm really liking what they're doing. Like, so, um, that's something else. I'm, I'm not afraid to just um, admit where, I, like, I watch stuff. Like, I'm like, hey, yeah. I don't just I don't just make my own things. Like, I have other outlets that I, that I look at, whether that's, you know, Sidious Mag that I'm sure, we, you know, we all, all have connected with. Mm -hmm. at some point and so it's like that's what i've been trying to do it's like hey how can i modernize you know track and field you know the way that people regular people take get it because like you know i'm not a regular track and field fan the regular fan runs track in high school college and then you know checks on instagram okay what's the important thing and then they leave mm -hmm. i think about it all day every day but mm -hmm. most people don't so i'm like how can i make that easier for, for everyone else. Well, I have a question for you, Colin. It's just how do you keep on, you like post every day. Yeah. Like, how do you keep that momentum? You have another job. Yeah, so like, I, I work another job in sports. And so when, in especially, luckily it's like inverse because I work in professional hockey. And so I have to go to every single game there to like 11 p.m. So I'm not sure how I'm going to do it when the season comes around. Uh, we'll figure that out. But uh, I have like, a, like I schedule my posts so I know what I'm doing and then okay. I can, make it the night before and then have it just scheduled for the next day or scheduled for the next week. And so that's kind of like what I've been doing, but it's like a, I, ha I know what content I post what days and I don't waver from that too often. And if I don't have that thing ready, then I just don't do anything. It's like, and most of the time I have it every day, but that's what I'll, I'll do. Like, I'm like, okay, I post records and this, and then I have like my content that I post on each day, but it's a lot. There's, yeah. I don't go to bed before midnight ever i've never there's not been one day since i started this that i've gone to bed before 12 p.m wow. do you have like ocd like have you always <laughs> like for real so, I've been, no, like have you always been super organized yeah. like that? no yeah. so the thing is i'm not very organized either it's like a madhouse so my thing is like when i put my mind that i'm going to do something i'm going you. to do it yeah, like yeah. so there's been there's been three things in my life that I've dedicated all of my time to because I wanted to. First was I was going to be a Division One athlete. I told myself when I was like nine years old, I'm like, I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm figuring it out. And so that was the first thing. Second thing in my job, like I said, I was going to be the number one seller in my company, uh, you know, at that time or in my division. And I was, so I was like, cause I'm like, I'm going to do everything. I don't like, I'll be up till midnight to do it. And the third thing is like, I'm going to be the fastest growing track, uh, you know, thing you know right now and so that's what i've been been doing and so it's like i look at other accounts and i'm like i'm better than you nice. like and so i'm gonna it's <laughs> yeah, like so yeah. i gotta do more than you because i know i'm better than you and so it's like i use that like like as a you know as a thing or like whenever i if i get accepted if i don't do this if i do you know whatever i'm doing it's like i'm like how can i like i gamify it because like as like an athlete we're all athletes so yeah, like, yeah. i just take it to and another degree and so it's like i'm okay with sacrificing you know my nights because i'm like i want to be number one i'm like i want to get to ten thousand. like i'm at eight thousand followers right now i'm trying to get that next 2k it's like so what do i got to do to get there and so it's like that's that's kind of how i treat it and so yeah i'm i'm tired a lot <laughs> yeah, i understand bro it yeah, can be yeah. stressful bro it can be yeah, stressful absolutely. but like sure. what you were saying like i'm blessed to be stressed you know what mm -hmm. i mean like stress comes Talk with the blessing stress. bro like man Pressure is a blessing for sure. It definitely is. And then wait, what were the, what was I talking about? Before? <laughs> I, I forgot. Know. I forgot. I got lost. What was the first? No, thing? you were talking. We were talking about um, where do you see your oh, yeah, thing yeah. going this next cycle? Let's, let's okay. go with T. Then we we'll go to Anderson. Like, compared to last year, Olympics, okay. what okay. you were doing last year at, okay. during the Olympic time to now, like how that transition has been. And you've done a lot, bro. That's what I'm saying. You've done a lot. So how do you feel like that change has been since since that past year? And then, kind of, where do you want to move? forward in a little bit you know um so last year at the olympics i was at home watching it from race take live <laughs> with everybody else you're in the trap house in the trap house i was in the trap house but um <laughs> i don't even know like where'd you feel like the brand was last year i mean or just you in general where'd you feel like you were last year trying to trying to get somewhere trying to get to this uh, feel me just trying to just trying to come up um yeah, I don't know. Like, is it everything you thought it was? For sure, for mm. sure. Like, I've probably got like four thousand followers this meet so far. You feel me? I'm on this the road meet? to ten k too. This yeah. meet, this meet, bro. This meet. It's wild. Yo, this yeah, meet. she's like wild. this meet. <laughs> your your account <laughs> motivated me. I, can't, I was like, damn, she, like, she going. Yeah. I gotta start getting on my ish. <laughs> she going. She gonna catch me. I'm like, nah. That's that was part of it. I was like, nah. But no, like, I mean, it's, I'm just in awe. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can't even, 
the opportunities that just have come to my doorstep mm. like are unbelievable you know what i'm saying like it's so to the point to where i'm like guys i don't want to talk about no business until after i'm done with my vacation like my birthday you know what i'm saying so like i don't know i can't even tell you where i see myself to be honest because i didn't see myself here mm. you know what i'm saying okay. so like i don't like to put a limit on myself and just be like oh like but i do want to like I don't want to be in the mix zone anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to. I, I I was on live today, and uh, one of my people was like, I, "I don't know." It just came out of nowhere. I was just like, "You know what? I will have a tent on the track that just says like real oh, yeah. talk tent." And I was like, "People just stop by if you want. Stop by if you want to get some content. You can stop by on your way out the track, like something like that." But like that's just something I thought of real quick. But I don't know, bro. Like this just sorry. Oops. <laughs> but it's just like shocking me. Like I literally don't even know how to put it in words because like. 4,000 people, yeah, like, yeah, it's crazy. nine days, 10 days, that's and, like, wild. that's not even, like, you know, the aftermath is always bigger than what you do during, so yeah, it's yeah. just, like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel you on that, though. I don't want to be in the mix zone too long. Yeah. Nah, honest, bro. Like, I, I, or at least, or at least, like, I was thinking, too, because I feel like what the people do in the broadcast, like, that's definitely, like, big time. I'm pretty sure they pay for those services, too, mm -hmm. but I'm on, like, how many people are really seeing that stuff? You know what I mean? And like yeah. not even just talking about like what, what we do, but like like the other ones like like Flow Track, Let's Run, uh Sidious, like all these other like I feel like a lot of people are seeing their stuff and I'm all like, we need to be moved up. Yeah. yeah. We need to be moved up. I know we just like web, but like nah, this is big. Yeah. Like the web Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The people that the people that are like taking in the content go to these webs like yeah. bro i don't go i have i am a person that creates content for track and field i do not go to nbc espn yeah. to get my track news i go to sidious mag real talk running report final leg that's where i go to consume my track content mm -hmm. i go to the web because th these are the people that are in the stories like yeah. mm -hmm. where where can i go to get a shakari richardson interview after the usa championships am i going to get with espn no yeah. i go to real talk because she's the one yeah. that gets that exactly. stuff yeah. you know i always say for for me, NBC, you can't hire me, and we can start doing that. Yeah, yeah but if you I start can, hiring me, then I'll figure it out. We can, then we'll we figure can make it that out. happen, and they can go to NBC <laughs> and hire want. me, and That's like we can make that NBC track and field page popping. You know, like we can have yeah. that page, we can make it popping. You know, but you gotta hire me first. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. like, we, can, we can make that happen. But no, completely. Like we need to be moved up. It's definitely if that we just gonna be in the mix zone. But uh, yeah, I, for me, like I just. I, I eventually I want to be like in the broadcast. I want to be up there, something yeah. something like that. Like I just want to be I want to be more part of the meet. And I feel like me and Aaron are definitely like more and more part of the meet. Like we have like a mm -hmm. event, we had a podcast out yeah. here, which is dope. Like yeah. it was cool. I think it could definitely be bigger. I want to be better, but you always look at something you want to be bigger and better. But it's all like, yeah, I, I don't want to be in the mix zone too long either. But I, I, I understand too though. It's the trenches though. Like it, you got to pay your dues. You got to start, start your somewhere. Pay your, what John say? Pay your dues. <laughs> you pay my dues. But like, cause like you can't even feel the energy in the mix zone. You like can't. it's dead in there. It's you draining. Can't. Like they don't got the sound on. You, you can't That's hear the exactly. meat. You cannot hear the meat. It's you crazy. can't even hear the no. meat. No. Yeah, I'm glad I was watching, man. <laughs> even the, the first was the first day. The TV wasn't even like working properly. <laughs> like, we couldn't even so watch for real. The meat. For real. Like seriously, the TV wasn't working. The ghetto. It's the ghetto. That's all. Like, feel me? We gonna have to get our way up in that Tribune, bro. Like that little at the track vibe because you can still feel the energy of the fans like you'll feel everything in that mix exactly. zone it's just like it's crazy i was i was talking with a couple people um about ways to even like reform the mix zone or something because yeah. like it, the mix zone is really it's not good it's not yeah, could good. you explain it for maybe people that don't know like what the mix because so know, like the athletes the like they'll finish their race right and they'll come immediately off the track they'll go to like the broadcast media that's like they're walking up the stairs so you'll see like nbc mm -hmm. right they'll do Lewis an interview Johnson, with like Lewis johnson exactly mm -hmm. that's like right off the track and then there's a couple others like bbc or whoever else yeah they have to walk up like a long kind of snake thing like up the stairs on the track and then they finally go through, I guess, like a tunnel or something where they go downstairs. And then there's another kind of snake situation. And they're walking through. There's like one side that's another level of broadcast yeah. media, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then they come through. They have to walk and talk to written journals, written press. Written press. Mm -hmm. And then they finally get to us who are like recording content, doing like internet content. So by that time, like they, they've already done their race. They put all their heart and their energy onto the track. Now they have to do like basically another marathon just to get <laughs> yeah. to us to have a conversation mm -hmm. um, about the stuff. So it's, it's very t taxing on the athletes. Right. And then for us being able to we want to be able to highlight the athletes in a positive way. 
but they're coming to the end. It's like it's tough for us as well. So I don't know. I've been talking to a couple people, you know, in this past week just about ways to like reform the mix zone. Yeah. No like solid ideas yet, but the idea is that this just isn't working properly. I don't, I don't think at least, you know. Yeah, it definitely needs to be talked about, and especially I think the position of like the social media and like the web publication, like that's a much bigger deal than where we are. I, f- mm-hmm. I feel like personally, and I'll say that to anybody, you know what I mean? I do want to say like after this whole Sharika conversation, I had a conversation with a lady who was in charge. Didn't like what she said. She was like, so I get like, what did they ask? I'm just like, I don't even know at the point, but she was like, so the thing is, we can't control what journalists say. That's the problem. Because, mm-hmm. uh-huh. like, that just that, that ruined my opportunity to get good content. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, luckily, one of the other girls was cool to let me, like, you feel me, go through the back. But, like, she's like, yeah, we just can't really j- control what journalists say. And it's like, so you don't care about protecting the athletes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. yeah. That's that should the problem. be number one, the athletes. Like, <laughs> protecting the athletes is the most important thing, in my opinion. Like, you know. I feel that. I feel that. But then for you, Anderson, as well, mm. compared to the Olympics last year, what you were doing, to now being at the World Championships, did you imagine being in the mix zone World Championships with your brand where, where it was last year? And just where do you feel like you're moving forward from here? No, I mean, a, a lot of progress. I mean, so first off, I don't even – I only started in Instagram. I've been doing YouTube for a while, but I only started Instagram, like, less than a month ago. So I did it just for the World Championships coming up. Um, but, I mean – I'm not on T's level. In the past like Shut week, up. I've got like a thousand plus subscribers on YouTube at least just with the content, which has been amazing. But um, so yeah, just continuing to grow and mainly continuing to highlight a lot of the athletes who you know don't get as much recognition. I want to be able to you know highlight them, tell their stories, and be able to you know give them some recognition. And then of course on the track and field black history side. I mean, I couldn't even fathom, like last year, I was like just doing basic posts, like about, you know, athletes from history. But now this year, I've, I've been doing some crazy interviews, like shout out to so many people. I, I like the morning of uh, on Friday morning, I spoke to Quincy Watts, like Michael Norman's coach, like the morning before um, Norman ran. And then later on after Norman won, he was like, yo, thank you so much for talking. Like it eased my nerves, you know, yeah. thinking about that. Right. Mm. So just being able to grow that and being able to tell the stories um, from athletes um, and coaches and things like that who compete in the past. I have a lot of I have a lot of plans with that. I'm, I have an educational background, so I'm trying to build like a, a little educational platform. But we'll, we'll see down the line what happens. But yeah, so mm. I, love, I love to hear. I love to hear. Mm. I think we'll, we'll wrap this up like in a sec right now because we got the last day of World Championships about to worry about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we all went through it now. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, is it a secret? <laughs> yeah, like, it's only one black runner here, bro. <laughs> so what do you okay. see then? What we can what, get, yeah. what see? I think compared to last, bro, like last year, watching the Olympics on Peacock, waking up 2 a.m. <laughs> to see everything in Tokyo. I did not think, like, I thought I would be at World Championships, but I was like, bro, I don't know, man. Like, I, like it just seems so far out unrealistic but like to actually be here and experience it like it's been cool it's been amazing like mm-hmm. honestly and like to be able to get the things that we want to get i feel like we could have definitely done more but uh but i just feel like the brand going forward i don't i think we're gonna lean more into just two black runners mm-hmm. i think that is our brand and like i think being that type of i don't even know if we're gonna be like influencers but like yeah, you want to be influenced. Nah, <laughs> you don't say that unless that's what you want to say. But I think we're going to be, like, commentators on just, like, commentators and, like, influencers on, like, running culture in general. And I think that's the direction that we're going. And I, we're going into this year, I was like, I want to do way more video. And, like, looking at mm-hmm. what we posted on Running Report and, and on Two Black Runners, it's been mostly video, which I've been very proud of being able to keep up with that. But I definitely just want to – Going forward, I think it's really just all about like repositioning and rebranding ourselves as just like, all right, we're two black runners. Running Report is going to be like our show and everything, but not nah, like we're two black runners. Like, I think, uh, let's take off this hat, bro. Like, you know, like, <laughs> Running Report is still the thing. Like, that's what, that's what got me. But uh, I, think, I think that's what's going to be the change that people are definitely going to see going into this fall, especially because there's going to be no track. We're going to be definitely talking about a lot of just like the culture of like running everything and then talking about like cross country, but like still doing the running report stuff, running report stuff. Cause I love doing that ESPN like style, like 
aspect and i think that's very very important and essential to like changing the sport and like we need that on like t we don't we don't need it on tv but like we just need it to be on a bigger platform and i think um the more we do it the more we do it it's more reps and more people will see it hopefully i don't know i, I don't know but i think going forward just leaning more into the personalities and two black runners and trying to push that forward as much as we can. And I think over the past year, we have done so many different things from just like funny YouTube videos, like me racing people or Aaron yeah. asking people, do you love track and field? <laughs> to like doing podcasts, having fans come up, to uh, being, to doing interviews on, on track side. But like we've done so many things. So I think people are trying to starting to see of all the stuff that we can really do. And yeah. I, it's, been, it's been fun. So I think it's, it's bright looking forward, but I'm I'm getting motivated by by you, bro. Like and, and all all y'all, bro. I'm all like, dang, we need to go harder on this Instagram, bro. We need to go on, we can go even harder to make sure that I, I'm trying to get the 10k, bro. We got 10k on YouTube. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to get 10k challenge, bro. 10k challenge. Check it. 10k challenge. We'll get it. <laughs> let, let, you said like you might TV whatever. Like I feel like Instagram, YouTube, whatever. Yeah. Like that's to me that's TV. Like yeah, no, I don't facts. I don't watch TV TV. I watch Instagram. I I go on YouTube. Right. That to me that's what people yeah. are consuming. Yeah. You know what I mean so. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think there's an area to grow into where it's like, hey, this is like a network, like a network of whatever it might be of like, hey, we're going to have these different, you know, it's the, you know, tease real tall, you know, yeah. running reports, whatever it might be, like having like different kind of aspects of things, you know, having a better, better production. I know, uh, you know, Pat McAfee show on YouTube. It's a YouTube, it's a YouTube show. And it's, a, yeah. it's, it's like, it's, it's, a, over, it's, a, it's an ESPN level of production on youtube so it's like you don't have to get like a network spot here you can just do it whenever you want so it's like like if we're talking long term like hey where what would i love to see in track and field whether mm -hmm. it's me like of course you'd love it to be yourself but right. if it's not me at least somebody like that level of production where it's like hey we have a show that happens like every day yeah. from three to seven multiple people and we yeah. just talk track and field like yep. that's what i would love to see from a content creation right. love that's for it possible. to be me but i think it's i think it can happen soon that that i think that is the answer Mm -hmm. Like that is the answer, but not just having that being being it is not just one platform, like not just one person doing yeah. it, but having several different people doing mm -hmm. that, having shows. And it's not like it's just two, like you said, like seven people, because like it's track and field is diverse. You need somebody that's going to be able just to talk the four, two and the one. You need somebody that will just talk hurdles, just toss disc and, sh and shot like you need those specific yeah. people like that can that is track and field. That is a track and field show. And. Yeah, I'm definitely shooting for that, bro. Like, do something like that, but it's gonna take some time. But you feel me? Like, I got, I got a whole lot of time. I'm 22 years old. You feel me? So, okay, little bro, <laughs> young boys. <laughs> and just to let y'all know, you do not have to be a professional athlete to be in yeah. media, bro. You don't even have to be good. That's not man. even a thing. <laughs> That's not a thing. That's not a thing. That's the last thing. Just a few words for each of you. What advice would you have for somebody like stepping in and trying to go into a podcast, do some interviews do some trying to get in track and field media what would be in a, a little less words not like too many words what would be your advice to them yeah i'd say do it and stick with it because i was at like this time last year i was at 500 followers <laughs> and i had done it for a year and a half this mm -hmm. year i'm at 8100 and so it's like stick with yeah. it because I was going through grinding of having nobody looking at my stuff like the big, big athletes I'm DMing athletes they're not it's going on red getting leave on scene and it was demoralizing but then mm -hmm. like I was like let me stick with it and then now it's like you know people reach out people reach out and say hey can I do stuff with you and so it's like stick with like do it and then stick with it because it's gonna suck for a while for it, a while it, forever it's gonna be tough but then you're gonna break through and it's gonna be like I'm glad I did it so see do it and do it with everything you got like give it your all you feel me just like calling i had dms being left on red i used to dm people all the time not even no don't even get red they don't even get red to be honest and like sit left yeah. on scent like you feel me and like now those same athletes are following me now like you know what i'm saying so do it stick with it and just stay consistent and put god first yeah. Anderson. just be confident like be confident you're similar same situation being left on red whatever whatever but like now i'm talking to these athletes that i've looked up to or that i'm following day after day right but be confident right i have what i have questions i want to ask them i i have like things i want to be able to say to them and i'm coming in confident like all right let me make sure i can like talk to them and tell their story or whatever it is so just be confident for me network 
network and connect with people like most de- from the, from the athletes and just like anybody in me- in media you never know mm-hmm. network like connect opportunities come around like go for that definitely mm-hmm. if you're just starting out and then the other one is uh dang bro i kept on forgetting what it was what is it uh oh there's never too much content low-key <laughs> like there really isn't like somebody didn't just hear that mm-hmm. that's the thing like a world record just broke or something and you're all like dang i just seen track world news and Sidious post this i'm Tons not gonna post it bro somebody did not see mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like their your perspective is not out there so it's it's never gonna get told if it's not out there you have to put it out and you never know your perspective may, may be the most interesting perspective someone has ever seen mm-hmm. and if that's able to connect in someone and hit somebody's home like you should be proud of that yeah. so like Bro, like, there's never too much oh, content yeah. out there, bro. Like, there's almost what a hundred billion, quadrillion people in this world, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Ten, a, a million people want to hear what you got to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, so they many people follow, in this world. There's so many people that follow. There's a, I, I guarantee you, there's a ton of people that only follow my account that don't follow you, only follow yours that don't like, don't follow you that don't follow anyone else. They so just us. because you saw it on Instagram and you follow all ten accounts, most people they follow one and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are a ton of followers that's like, okay, I find, I'll follow, I follow the final leg. That's it. I don't yeah. follow nobody else in track yeah. and field. Mm-hmm. I follow real talk. That's, I follow running report to That's it. There's mm-hmm. tons of people. And so just mm-hmm. because you saw it, because we follow everybody, don't mean that, you know, it's going to be brand new. You'll, you can yeah. post it two days later. They're like, wait, you see McLaughlin broke the world. Like, <laughs> yes. exactly. People exactly. just finding out today that yeah. she did it. So it's yeah. like, it's never too absolutely. late. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But I appreciate y'all coming through. I didn't expect it to be this absolutely. long, but you know, man, we, we got to start talking, bro. We got to start talking, but I appreciate y'all. Uh, Aaron, get well soon. You feel me? Hey, we miss you, Aaron. Free my boy, Aaron. Free Aaron. Free Aaron. But hey, we'll see y'all next week on Two Black Runners. We're just two black runners doing our thing. Two Black Tuesday, all that. Let's get it. Tuesday. (laughs) Tuesday.